to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night, my favorite podcast and yours. I am CM Chuck. Alongside me, as always, my uh, undeniably awesome podcast co-host, Adamantium Adam Double A. Hey, guys. What's up? Guys, and if you saw our Facebook Live, we have a very special guest in the house. The man is known by many names. <laughs> Holt E. Bear, we often call him John, but there's only one way to bring him in to this episode, and it's in the very way that Jack Nicholson does it, as he cuts through a door with an axe and says, Here's Johnny. There we go. Nice. Guys, the man himself, Holt E. Bear. Holt, tell us a story, son. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, guys. It's amazing to be here. Um Long time listener, first time guest. Hey, man. Well, we love it. Yes, John is always providing us with invaluable feedback after almost every episode. Uh, John is yeah. responsible for us doing the Red Sun Red episode. Sun. Like, literally loaned us the DVD, mm -hmm. gave me the digital copy, gave AA the actual copy, mm -hmm. and uh, we were off to the races yeah. after that, man. Yeah. I also didn't, I don't know if I told you this yet, uh, uh, but I picked up the, uh, as we were saying, the Tray paperback. Oh, okay. So the okay. collected. Nice. Nice. I haven't read it yet, but nice. I've got it there at the house because we we read afterwards that there's actually quite a bit of differences between the movie yeah. and the actual mm -hmm. book. So I'm eager to read it. Uh, we love uh, Derek Robertson, uh, who is the artist, I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's right, right. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Uh, he's great, and um, he does a bunch of Punisher stuff. The boys, the Punisher, like the boys, which is hugely popular right now. Just finished up on uh, Amazon two. Prime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, season two just finished. Really great show. If you I'm going to have to watch that. I don't have you will, You and Roxanne <laughs> will highly enjoy it. It's funny, uh, John. Yeah. yeah. And not only did John loan us Red Sun to watch and then review, but last week he loaned us his wife to be a guest Wait, on our what? show. <laughs> <laughs> As a guest on the show. <laughs> yeah. Who offered great insight. She great, is the, the, the horror yeah. queen. You know, I, I think we always all liked horror, but I don't think that maybe not even you knew how much you liked horror until you married Roxanne. And, and it was like a deeper love maybe grew or. I will say this. She opened the door. Uh, she opened lots of doors for me. But I would say a different door. That she, that was, I, you know, honestly, when I was growing up, I wasn't the real big fan. I mean, you know, I watched horror movies mm -hmm. here and there, but. Until I met Roxanne, that was like just a whole other world that I didn't really delve into. But she opened up that door and she's kept it open. But day. to kind of segue right into that, though, you were not, you weren't uh, someone that didn't know about horror because because you were already reading from your dad. And this, I know this because we've been friends for over 25 years. You were already reading the master of modern the horror master the horror. subject matter mm -hmm. the subject of our show tonight guys the man the, the man who a week ago or two weeks ago we were sitting around my counter we we're having a couple beers and i think my sister posed a question she likes to just do this you know um untamable amy says if you could interview one person living or dead who would it be and john was the first one to say stephen king oh, yeah. it just came right out I mean, and i was like great 
fucking answer. I mean, he's he's amazing. I, like I said earlier, like forty four years of books, forty four years of movies. I mean, yeah. it's and yeah. he's still going. He's a yeah. machine. Yeah, over Man's your shoulder, right here. I'm looking over your shoulder, and I, I see Pennywise right there, oh, right, uh, scaring the shit right out of me. me. Yeah, yeah, right behind you. And you know, when we asked Double A, uh, A, when we asked you know Holty to be on this episode. He said, is it a three-parter? Because we're talking about a career that spans four decades. And I said, yeah, we're going to have to try to narrow it down. But but the way we're going to approach you guys, because there's a, there's a million, there's a million. There's a million yeah. shows out there. There's a million movies out there. There's people that have done the podcast about his adaptations. We're, this show is going to be, in a sense, our love letter to the man mm -hmm. that we all hear. I'm looking around here in the pod lab where I sit with Double A and Double A's house, and I already, in my eyes, spot several books yeah. just – you know, I can see the man's name right on the spine of the book. And and I know if I were to go through the movies, there'd be several movies that have been there because mm -hmm. we're just huge fans. We really just are. So um, start me off, John, you are our guest tonight. Uh, how did it, how did it begin with you, you and Stephen King? Where does it start? <laughs> well, believe it or not, uh, first, my first meeting with Stephen King was when I was about five or six and my dad's trying to put me to sleep. <laughs> And he's like, I want to read this book to you. He reached for whatever was and there. It was like, Here, I'm going to read this book, Dead Zone. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm nice. a kid. I didn't Very know much wow. about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you just fall asleep after you're reading it. And it's not like sure. I grabbed the book as a kid and look, it's just words. So it didn't mean anything to me. It wasn't until I got to Cycle of the Werewolf book mm -hmm. that actually wow, had pictures. Nice. That's when I was like, oh, my God, this is scary. Now, that's you know? its own book, Cycle right. of the Werewolf. Cycle of the Werewolf is its okay. own book. It's an anthology or it's one story? It's it's one whole story. It's, it's actually uh, what Silver Bullet's based on. Oh, okay, great. Great, yeah. great, great. Awesome. So, um, but, yeah, the, um, I mean, uh, that one had pictures. <laughs> and I was a kid. Yeah. I, was, I was actually pretty scared of it because, <laughs> again, werewolves. And, yeah. I mean, my favorite. So, it's, it's one of those things that just kind of like, oh. But ever since then. I was hooked. That's I mean, it, so, right? And, and, and you must have seen them around your house all the time, right? Oh, the yeah. man's name, you know, because I don't know. You, I you not, probably haven't seen this double A, but I've been uh, inside, uh, you know, Holty's house, and I've seen, like, John John's dad's awesome first editions. First edition. Um, I tell this story all the time. Nice. When I first read The Shining, I borrowed your mm -hmm. book, which was your dad's book, right. which is, like, if you go online uh, now, it's, like, the beautiful yeah. jacket, like, yellow and greenish. Fucking first edition yeah. green letters nice. the shining like nice. I'm like I held that in my hand like for yeah, me in double A that's like yeah. oh I read uh you know Wolverine uh, uh, Incredible Hulk 181 the first one I yeah. actually read that comic it's yeah. like nobody fucking reads that nobody holds that in their hand yeah. you know what I mean so it's incredible man I mean your it's, dad had all those you know it, it was it was amazing when uh, when I when I moved out he was like hey do you want the Stephen King books I was like. Oh wow! Man. And so I mean, yeah. I, I packed them all up. I'm like, take them yeah. with me. Yeah. So I have, I built my wife a floor to ceiling, uh, wall to wall library that like you've seen at the house that, yeah. uh, bookshelf. And um, those books deserve I have, that. I have one section <laughs> which is the the full left mm -hmm. section, which is uh, three shelves are all Stephen King. So what first editions would you say are your proudest that you own now from your father? That you would say like, man, you know what? If I had to sell some. I'm gonna sell these, but, but no, no, no. Oh. But if you know for sure, you're absolutely not selling. Yeah, what, which what ones? Which yeah. ones are you definitely keeping, no matter what? No matter if you're fucking broke, you're living in your car, and you're like, you know what? I'm still not selling these books. I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say Stephen King's uh, the, the Shining for me okay. is nice. the one I'm gonna nice. hold on to the most. Awesome, um, 
the book jacket still was intact. Yeah, yeah and I've this seen probably, it. I've seen it. It looks 15, great. 15, 20 uh, years ago, yeah. you let me read that yeah, thing. Uh, it, another one. Nice. I mean, nice. Yeah, I mean that's – and you know what? The other one I have, the stand. That's, I love that cover. Yeah. I love that cover. I don't know yeah. why. I just love it. There's something about it. There's something about it that just looks creepy. two little kind of birds creatures fighting. fighting, It it looks creepy, but for some reason, when you see it, when you read it, it makes sense. But it looks so fucking creepy. It's very cool. Now, let me ask you this. I want to ask you a follow-up question to that. Uh, You're going to have a chance to meet Keen. What do you take to get signed? Usually, they only sign like one item, right? They usually say one. Wow. And do you get it made out to your dad? <laughs> oh, man. You're uh, like, he's not going to need this. I got it. Yeah, okay, while you're yeah. thinking about it, Holti, what, what would you say, uh, Double A? Oh, um, so it'd be it. Yeah? It for me. Yeah. And it's hard. I'm not saying that's uh, definite because I love the first Gunslinger, the Dark Tower, mm-hmm. the Gunslinger. That's mm-hmm. what really got me hooked to Stephen King. Yeah. Book wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it'd be it because of just a, it's personal for me. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, it, it's so funny for me because uh, if I wanted to really think about my first introduction, it would probably be something I didn't even really know at the time. Because I oh, remember okay. me and you and your brothers, and maybe even more so your older brothers, we'd sit around watching movies mm-hmm. on Saturdays and Sundays and Friday nights back when we were kids, spend the night at your cousin's house, right, hanging out. And we'd watch all kinds of things. We'd watch something over and over and over again. Like I can remember Three Amigos all the time. But one of the other ones we watched all the time was Stand By Me. And I don't think I knew for many years until later on that that was, you know, a King story. I mean, we were at the point where it was like, you know, your oldest brother, boy, was um, uh, Chris Chambers. 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 Chris. Chris, You know what I mean? You know, uh, uh, your middle brother, Will, was, you know, Teddy. Gordy? Oh, Teddy. Teddy. Yeah. Okay. And I always felt like Gordy, but I think they always made me be Verno. You know what I mean? I was like, I'd be the fat. I was never fat. No, you were fat. I was more like Gordy. I was way way more fat now. Are you burying burying quarters in the back? I'm cheap like that now. Now that is true. But, you know, we just loved that story of, like, guys hanging out going yeah. on this thing yeah. and we would think then we would want to do that of course you know what i mean it wasn't yeah, 50s, i would, I would you know? have said ray was uh was fucking teddy because <laughs> <laughs> ray ray was uh was there a lot uh, yeah. during that early oh, okay. we were like, so it, kind was of like, it was like me and my brothers and yeah it, you know it was charlie and cm and uh and ray so yeah, yeah. so he was crazy <laughs> no I mean, not as much as he is now. Yeah, but he I mean, cussed a lot like Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like to think that I could I could write as good as Gordy could write, but you know what I mean? Probably, probably not. You know what I mean? But uh, there was a just, time you were a writer too. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. We just always would watch that movie, and I just thought it was cool. Like it was yeah. about mm-hmm. friendship, and it was mm-hmm. about you know that a summer. Yeah. A mm-hmm. summer hanging out, which is mm-hmm. what we did, joking and mm-hmm. like you know they're bullshitting with each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, dunking each other in the water. Yeah. You know I mean, mean? The, like me and John were just watching it before this, and mm-hmm. you know they have that stupid argument: who will win, Mighty Mouse or Superman? That's yeah. right. That's and, right. And, and Teddy, <laughs> Teddy's fucking like reasoning that why Superman will win is because he's real. Yeah. And Mighty Mouse is fake. That's right. And then they have later on they have the Goofy conversation yeah. or whatever. What the hell is Goofy? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like what drives a hat, wears a hat, drives a car. I mean, and this is what I mean. Like that's how how yeah. much it sticks in your brain, yeah. right? This story. Now, maybe it's not considered one of his traditional horror stories, no, no. Uh, because it's part of the. It's, it's a novella, and it's part right. of the. But the, see, the that's what's great about Stephen King is that he can write something like Stand by Me, 
he can write something like Shawshank Redemption. He yeah. can write something like Green Mile. He can mm-hmm. write something like Christine, like it. He can write all these kind of different genres, and it just fits. Exactly. You know, it just he does it so well. You know, it's it's a good movie, and they always seem to have. You know, it's at summertime with kids. Like, yeah, that's what a lot of those he, he's able to capture are. that so yeah. well. Yes. Yeah. And a group of friends, like it seems like a small cluster. We've been there. Yeah. I mean, when I go from mm-hmm. being with like me and Double A and his older brothers and, and us then being your one East Central the, group. Yeah, and then uh-huh. I got my high school buddies, and it's like it ends up again. It ends up being a four. I mean, you go right back to our origin story, where we didn't like each other in middle true, school, true. to when I can I can remember it very clear. Our first day of high school, being outside the same science class, and like you pretty much saying, like, you got this class, and you're like, yeah, I do. To later on in that same year, we're trying to write our own mafia story in yeah. a blue notebook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you know, and we hadn't even really, we hadn't even really hashed into the fact that we liked a lot of the same things. We 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 found that out. Probably the beginning with action movies, but then we get to like things like Stephen King mm-hmm. and those, and that's I didn't even know your dad had those books in. I mean, we we're just talking about like, oh, I like this movie, I like that movie, whatever, you yeah. know. And then you're there, or whatever, you know. Did you think it would to get signed? Yeah. It would have been the shine. It would have been the shine, right? Yeah, you got to, you got to go with one. that. You got to go with that. That's, I mean, uh, it's funny because like remember on a few episodes ago, I said I, I watched Friends with my wife. Right. That's okay. So there's that. one episode where. Uh, Joey uh, trades books with Rachel. Uh-huh. His favorite book is the, is the Shining. That's his all-time favorite book. Hmm, and, but one. he's so scared of it in his own fucked up mind. He's so scared of it that he keeps it in the freezer because he feels that for some whatever reason, <laughs> it it won't hurt him if he puts it in the freezer. <laughs> but he loves reading it over and over and over yeah. again. So that's funny. I thought that was funny. I was like, "Oh wow!" And I think he has a first edition. Yeah, in, in the in wow. the damn uh, in show. The freezer. But yeah, he has it in the freezer because it won't hurt him if it's. Those in the are freezer. not prime book keeping conditions. <laughs> no. no, no, but it's funny, you know, that of all the fucking books that he reads, Shining is his favorite. Yeah, and that's how much it scares him that he keeps it in the freezer. That's I did not know that. I've never seen that episode. Yeah. I've seen quite a few episodes because the one she gives him is like a romance. It's album. uh yeah, I can't remember which one it is. And he's like, hey, I don't even need to watch it. Movie like, I think it's okay. Little Women. Is it Little Women? <laughs> yeah. No, yes. Yeah. yeah. Ra- Rachel right. gives him that. Yeah, because she loves that book. Oh, that's her favorite book. And but like he's like, no, you gotta read Shiny. He, and he's like, and then he's like, spoils some parts. He's like, have you got to this part where blah blah blah? And she's like, ah no. Yeah. <laughs> and they keep ruining. They keep ruining the books for each other. Oh, that's you know? funny, man. But, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. I think about uh, a. Rachel was Jennifer Aniston, right? Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah. an episode with them too, whatever. And then it's funny to hear me hear me hear you say, Holty, that you are familiar with this episode. Yeah, like Friends well, Watcher. Uh, they had a, they had a friend, uh, what is it? Netflix. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, I, I think I questioned uh, Double A a couple episodes back. I was like, you watch a lot of Friends, yeah. and he was like. Yeah, I want to see something different. You know, get, I, I remember it's easy in, to get bogged down with heavy shit. You know, well, I remember a time in high school where it's like, oh, did you see the last episode? Oh, did you see that? And you're right. Like, wow. I'm like, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I watched a big chunk. I can remember too. Whatever. But we're getting way off topic. Let's but it's bring still it back. Stephen King. Yeah. yeah so that, well, well, again, how much he's permeated pop culture. Exactly. Right? He exactly. is even you know a big deal in this episode and yeah. in, in in that episode. Yeah, I mean that, that episode pretty much focused on. The Shining, right? Yeah, you know? so right, yeah. So uh, he does really well. Like what I love about his books, and I've told this to so many people, is like in it, for instance, he'll write in two pages. He'll give you a whole description of just the room. Yes, mm-hmm. that's it. And then you're there for two pages. Mm-hmm. You're reading it. 
you're you know the color of the room you know how big the room you know is. What it smells like you know what yep. it smells like yes i love that and it's so fucking great you know yeah. that you can really just dive into these books real easy see it real easy mm -hmm. and then when you see it on the movie adaptations you get excited because you're like yes this is what right. i picture right this is right. what I picture what this would look like, yeah. you know? So it's so fucking cool how he writes stuff like this, how he writes his characters. You always have that. I don't know. It's just like, man, he, he writes so many different kinds of characters. You know, he always seems to have his authors. He has his psychos. Mm -hmm. He has that one fucking bully, you know, mm -hmm. or something. Oh, yeah. You know, and there's just so many great characters that he's written that you're just like, you can feel like you're part of them. Or sometimes you feel like you're part of this. You know, it's it's great. His writing is fucking great. And it's, then when you see it on the movies, yeah. you're just like, wow. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Who, Absolutely. Who was your, uh, your uh, favorite bully? Uh, my favorite bully is uh, Buddy, actually, from Christine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he fucking makes me laugh. You, you know, the one that uh, my the, brother calls Jim Morrison. Yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. I do remember. He's just a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, when he's seen, you know, the football game, yeah. and then he sees Artie, he's like, is that cunting him yeah, over there? Him. <laughs> is that his car? <laughs> it's like, yeah. He's just a dick. He just doesn't care, you know? It's just, I love the way he look. I love the way he yeah. just attacks him and, Man, I mean, he pulled a knife out of his shop. Yeah, so he, like, yeah. I mean, he wasn't like your. It was like a jocko. He was more like a like a like, like a, a, a greaser, a greaser like a, type yeah. or whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. Not even like a rocker. More like a, no. like a, like a no, auto mechanics guy or some yeah. shit or whatever. Yeah, that guy was a douche. But you know how, like those guys, just like for Stephen King, I don't know, maybe he he ever encountered them, mm -hmm. but you kind of get the same kind of vibe with like his main bullies. Yeah, not the other guys, not the cronies that are with him. But the main bullies, right. you always get that feeling like they're just waiting to be pushed, to be pushed to murder, to oh, become yeah. like yeah. murderers. That's, they're one step away. They're it's in their mind. Yeah. It's they're, in their mind for sure. You know, you get that with Buddy. You get that with Ace from Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, yeah. Stand by me. Definitely get it with Henry Bowers. Oh, yeah. Definitely yeah. get that. You know, the one from Carrie, you know, Chris and Billy, oh, Travolta yeah. and Nancy Allen. Yeah. You know, man, those two are just fucking assholes. You yeah. know what they do in the end scene mm -hmm. of Carrie? You know, dropping the pig blood. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I was like, ah, fucking dude. awful. You know, I always think too about Henry's story from the It book. Um, sometimes when I'm talking to people about the movie uh, or that story that haven't read the book, you know, I'll bring up those specific mm -hmm. parts and I end up telling it because I remember, again, and this is the power of King's writing where that certain stories burn right into your fucking brain. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, like, you know, everyone talks about all the versions of the It movie, or whatever. And I think we are, I've talked to both of you about that scene with the well with the bird oh, i'm like that yeah. stuck in my yeah. brain from the book oh, and i'm like yeah. exactly john you're talking yeah, about you're, john's yeah. Shape, yeah. chilling yeah. right yeah. now yeah. that's how I, I feel like i get the fucking chills he down he sees the eye open I'm like, oh, yeah oh, oh. and they didn't put that in any of them and no. i remember being like that part really stood out to me like i was like yeah now i'm like super freaked out but you know the other part is like the story with henry and the dog you yeah. know what i mean and and like that story is, is fucking dark and awful and he came from uh abusive dad yeah, and all like, that shit like, yeah like, so like in the book know? uh correct me if i'm wrong john but like it's it's way different than what they per, per, uh, portray in the new it movie where his dad's like a a cop yeah like in there they're like farmers right yeah, yeah. and farmers. he just beats and, henry right yeah. all the fucking time and that's the other reason why he hates mike hanlon because they they went off the, and they were yeah farmers his too, family right? is like yeah. miles down from them but they're yeah. neighbors yeah but like they get like what better deals or something yeah, it's, like that. It's more like a, a, I think they, they get a better crop, they get better something land. like that. Yeah. yeah. So he's just beating Henry like 
the yeah. line berating Henry, and Henry takes it out on Mike and just about every other person that's weaker than yeah. him in the book. You know, his dad's not a fucking cop. No. <laughs> you know, he's not a righteous cop no. by no means. No. <laughs> you know? no. And uh, and Henry has this kind of like exchange with he develops his relationship with the dog, as we learn, and uh, gives it its own name, uh, you know, very racial slur name. Yeah. And uh, he pretty much teaches and trains this dog to love him only so that he can do uh, fill us in. Uh, violent. Well, just, you know, bad shit to him. Bad shit to yeah. the dog, yeah. But I think I remember after he's done with that, if I remember correctly, and again, either one of you correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, uh, but uh, after, you know, the dog is killed, uh, you know, by Henry, um, the dad rewards him and tells him a good job, and he remembers that's what he associates beer with beer was like a taste of victory it meant he did a good job to his dad yeah, well, and so and that's why was... he always and i remember that being that whole like this is all in the it book but you know what i mean like of course they can't give you all that in the week yeah. and i remember being like this shit is burned in my brain like i was like this is a vile awful person that we know he's a piece of shit in the movies in both versions but but you don't really know how much of a uh how twisted that he became because of all these things or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I said, he goes, I think it says something in the book. I mean, I'm way paraphrasing, but along the lines that like after that, he associated the taste of beer with like victory and having earned his dad's approval. Right. And so, you know what I mean? That was always like a way to celebrate and like, you know, just kept it kind of going uh, when he had done this awful atrocious act of, I believe, murdering Mike's dog. Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, guys, and it's like just, I said, you know, it's it's real twisted how he writes it. Like mm-hmm. even like I guess his right hand guy, Patrick Hockstetter, mm-hmm. is nowhere near what he's like in the movie. Right, he's fucking like a sadistic bastard yeah. himself. He actually kills his little brother oh, in shit. the book. Yeah, I forgot about that. And man. then he has like kind of like homosexual tendencies. Like he jerks off Henry. That's right. That's you know, right, right before he dies. You know, but like the the way to describe Patrick is like, man, he's just super fucking twisted. Yeah. More fucking psycho than Henry is, which is crazy to even think about that there's someone even crazier than Henry. You know, so it's kind of like probably more more dominant. For sure. For sure. That's for sure. He's, He's, I guess, a little. Little but you, yeah. but you, you get around game where like they're really sadistic. Like even like uh me and me and Hope were watching uh Stand by Me, yeah. and where Ace is playing chicken with his friends. Yeah, and he doesn't even flinch that that lumber truck the is truck. coming. No. Yeah, he's not moving. No, he's not gonna move. And you know he, you're just like, wow, what is this fucking guy on? He didn't care. Yeah, you know he uh, writes these villains and these you know we call them bullies, which they truly are in the sense of word of bully. In such a way that it's that they're so far beyond yeah. even what their crew knows. Their crew yeah. knows that they're a bad hombre, they're a tough guy, whatever. But they're other. afraid but to they're, leave them. Yeah, but but they're these guys are in a, in another level of like psychosis. Like mm-hmm. it's like it's like a Batman villain. It's like the Joker. Like, yeah. like I'm way yeah. way like, beyond where bad. they're at. He's yeah, a bad fucking I, I, he's gonna kill his fucking brother. Like yeah. he doesn't give a fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? So while the brother is watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, and exactly. the brother's not doing anything because that's how much afraid he is of Ace. Yeah, oh, he says, you know, well, man, whoa, he's like, yeah, shut up, yeah. yeah. Wow. You, you, it's almost like you're next. There's no, you might be my crew, but I'll fucking stab you the yeah. same way. Yeah. So it's just, a, it's just a, again testament to Stephen King's powerful, powerful writing. Um, but bring it back, guys. Well, let, let's let's get it back okay. in here. What 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 else, guys? What is it about Stephen King? What does it for you? Uh, 
Okay, you know, so really a lot of like really is like the main antagonist too. He writes them so well. Mm -hmm. Uh like I got a uh kind of like a list right here that you know you guys can tell me like yeah. how fucking twisted he is. Go for uh, it. Jack from The Shining. Hmm. Annie Wilt from Misery. Mm -hmm. oh. Margaret White from Carrie, Carrie's oh, yeah. mom. Her mom. Mm -hmm. Uh Mrs. Carmody, the Christian psycho woman from the mist. Yeah, yeah. Uh Stiltson, Greg Stiltson from so the sad. Dead Zone. Mm -hmm. You know, uh Arnie, Arnie oh. from yeah. Christine, how yeah. slowly he descends into yeah. mm -hmm. and he's, do you think he starts out as the protagonist? Yeah. yeah. Uh Isaac and Malachi from Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh Rosie the Hat from Doctor Sleep. How That's fucking right. nuts is she? Yeah. You know? Very. Uh John Rainbird from Firestarter. George mm. C. Scott. Yeah. You know, wow. uh great cast that uh Todd Bowden from Act Pupil, the kid mm -hmm. uh, oh, from the I movie. Yeah. How yeah. fucking psycho is he? Yeah, you know. Love so that it's kind of like, man, the way he writes these characters too, you're just like you want to get into the brain. It's almost kind of like Will Graham. Uh -huh. Yes. You want to get into him, but then when you start getting into him, you start being afraid because yeah. you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know, I don't want to go too deep. That's right. Love that reference. Love yeah, that reference, by the way. Um, yeah, man. Those are definitely some yeah, of the so, most like, psychotic what, yeah, people. Yeah. I mean. I think bringing it back to, you had asked me earlier, like, you know, we talked about you know, me interviewing him or giving a chance to even talk with him or sit sure. down with that. And, sure. I think my first question would have been like, how do you come up with these characters? Yeah, man. Where do you, you know, where, where is it that you, you get the inspiration for these people? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause you they're know? all different kinds of characters. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, like you, you mentioned misery. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh my God. That a, a twisted nurse. Me still. A, a fan that goes crazy yeah. over yeah. you. I'm like, did you, you know? get letters or something that made him feel that way? Did, you know, I mean, I, you know, questions you know beyond questions to ask this guy about how these things come about you know um i read something that he had a dream uh he, he wrote um everything's eventual mm -hmm. just on in a dream having a, of, of a kid throwing money down a drain oh. i mean yeah. you're just like that dad yeah. you got a whole you got a story out of that <laughs> i'm like wow and so i mean it's like there's it's like it boggles my mind like I mean, I gotta. If I try to write something, I gotta think about things. Yeah. I gotta try to map it out, outline it. Uh, this guy's like, oh, I'm done. I'm Better sure move. he does too. I'm sure he does too. But the muscle is so strong because he works it out all the time. Every day, writing so Every much. Day. You know, and I was saying this to Double A earlier. My probably my favorite. If you ask me what my my favorite Stephen King book is, I would I would have a hard time finding an answer. Of probably like most fans of his, but. But I know that what I like, love, what I went inside, like I love different seasons, which is mm. the four novellas with the the body, Shawshank, After People, and I can't yeah, remember. the last one. I, I had to look it up again because I remember reading it as I read well, the book. That I, one, right? I, I, yeah, the last okay. story is called The Breathing Method. Okay, so basically, out of that book, you get After People, the movie. Right. You get uh, the body, which is right. which is Stand by Me, and then you get Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's right, Rita Hayworth, and which Shawshank is the Shawshank Redemption. Yes, yes. and then the Breathing Method. I believe I read that it's going to be adapted. Uh, going to be adapted. I didn't see that somewhere. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's, it's awesome. Adaptation, yeah. Yeah. I found a hardcover. I love it. I treasure it. But I also love Night Shift because mm -hmm. it's short stories. Mm -hmm. I love, I can remember my, my, uh, my, my dad's best friend, uh, 
Pancho, uh, Frank Ibarra, he's passed away cancer, uh, rest his soul. Uh, before he passed, he gave me just after sunset. And I remember I was oh, like, wow. oh, I'm going to read this, you know, for, for you know, Theo Punch. And I read it. I remember being like, I love it. Because I, I didn't know that it was a short story competition. Because all he did was nice. read when he was nice. going to chemo and stuff. And so I, I was like, man, I want to read it. And I read it. And I was just like, man, so many great stories. There's a story in there about a fucking rest stop. Exactly what you said. Oh, yeah. It's like, he's just, Correct. I guess... It's one of those things where you're like, man, rest offs are kind of creepy. Yeah, they are. And then, you know, and, yeah. then, and then you're like, and the only thing is, what he does, he's like, I'm going to make this a story. Yeah. And then you got a story about a creepy ass fucking rest stop. And you're like, holy shit. Like, this shit is fucking scary. You know what or, I mean? Or you write a story about a rabid dog. <laughs> yeah. A San Bernard. You see, it's funny that you say that, CM, because like me and me and John were talking uh, about the shiny. And we're saying, you know, it's what's really scary, though, is like when you put yourself in the kid position, which yes. is Danny, right? Yes. But your dad is the enemy. How fucking scary is that? Yeah. Because as you're That's growing up, worst. your teaching is your parents are supposed to be your guardians. Yeah. But what happens when your dad exactly. is actually trying to kill you? Exactly. You know, it's like, it's a big mind fuck. Yeah. You know, Huge. when you're going into it because you put yourself into Danny's position yeah. and you're running away from your dad. Mm-hmm. With the big old axe mm-hmm. that's after you, and you're just like, man, you know, this is my dad. Which I think they do a really good job in Doctor Sleep, how he talks about Jack. Oh my god! Yeah. You know how I he's like, this Dr. is Sleep. When, when he has that coin, he's like, this is for Jack Torrance. Yeah, you know, and yeah. he still has. Was it five years? Yeah, but he was. He, he still is... loves his dad, even though what happened. It's like this is for Jack Torrance. Yeah, I just watched. Yeah. Uh, Re, started re, rewatching it again. The director's cut on oh, wow. on, uh, on uh, Voodoo because I bought the I bought. This is a movie, guys. If you heard me say this on this podcast before, when I love something, I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I loved it so much. As soon as it was able, I bought the steel book from Best Buy with the digital edition. Loaded it up. Couldn't wait to watch it again. I love Doctor Sleep so much because I love The Shining, the movie so much. It's a Yet, great sequel. It, it it's a great follow version, yeah. and I love the book too. Oftentimes, when I'm talking to people uh, that don't know the book, they just know the Kubrick version of the movie. I'll let them know some of the things I know from the book version. Uh, you know, like about the croquet mallet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And things like that. And people are always like, "Oh, I didn't know that," or whatever. Yeah. And, and how they are different. But I think that Doctor Sleep does a perfect job of you know paying homage to both mm-hmm. and still making a great story. It's so beautiful. The part you're saying right there, double A, there's so many parts in that movie where I actually get real emotional. Real um, and I want to talk to you guys a little bit just about like the Billy character. Um, and I'm going to talk to you guys more about that right when we come back from a super quick break, okay? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back, guys. Thanks so much for hanging in there during that quick break. Um, and I was just about to talk to you guys about the character Billy from uh, Doctor Sleep. Sleep again, which I love so much. Mm-hmm. I have not read the book, um, but I I wanted to see the movie so bad um, because I love The Shining so much. And man, was I not! I, I felt so in love and felt so like like how perfect it was. And I was just thinking, I was looking at it this week, and I, I was thinking about the character Billy, and I just said, because I was thinking, like, you know, what turns, you know, the the drug drunk, you know, Dan Torrance, 
you know, from what he was doing. And I said, pretty much it's this one guy, this one friend mm-hmm. or whatever. And I said, and I kept thinking to myself, man, how is this done in the book? Is It must be much more elaborate and all that. And Double A, your older brother, uh, Will, uh, has told me, he goes, man, what I love about them both is that the book and the movie are really close. Right. Now, now, Holti, I know you've read both. Right. Well, read the book and seen the movie. Would you agree that it's pretty... There's the the relationship more right? fleshed out. Yeah, the relationship is a little more fleshed out, but it's it's in, in a sense it's almost the same thing. I mean, it takes someone mm-hmm. that gives that care, that 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 acceptance of what you are, what you've been, right, and understanding that you know you can get better, and, and you know that brings him back from from where he was at. You know, yeah, and being then, a drunk and all right. that. And then I, I of course mm-hmm. also like you know. Abra, you know, like yeah. you know that relationship there too. It kind of kind of brings that back into, uh, you know, getting them to kind of fix fix some of those things. So yeah, and that's what I loved about it too, is because I said, well, here you have a filmmaker that that somebody that read that read the book and now is watching the movie uh, is seeing it and it's like, no, it's really close. And at the same time, me not having read the book, I still already care a whole lot about this character. Right. Like I'm like. I like Billy. I don't want anything to happen to him. I do like. I him. care about him, yeah. and, and and that's really hard to do. And I always tell people this: excuse me, when you're creating a great story, you need your audience to care about your characters. If I don't care about your mm-hmm. as you as a character, I don't really give a fuck what happens to you in the story. And King makes you care. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like he writes really great characters that yes. you can really sink your teeth into. Right. That you feel for, that you're just like, you, you almost, don't want to see anything happen. Yeah, it's almost like the other shit's irrelevant, yeah. what's happening or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. A movie that I that I, I like, a lot of people don't like it, and it doesn't really hold up. The, 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 I just saw, <laughs> I looked at a clip of it because I hadn't seen it in a long time. I looked at a clip of it of the monster, and I was like, oh, man, it looks really bad. But but it would be a great, they should really redo it with the monster. But the Langoliers. Oh. <laughs> it was a TV one. But Bronson, yeah. Bronson Pinchot's character. Balky? Yeah, with Balky, Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Bronson Pinchot, his character, who I also love in True Romance, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, his yeah. character in the fucking movie, and I had not read this book, but is in the in the TV movie is so intense that he burned in my brain. He's like so high strung. He's sweating. He looks fucking pale. He's like he just wants to get out. He's willing to turn on anybody, and he does this thing where he tears paper. He gets paper and he just shh. And that's what like soothes him. And he's got this face, his eyes, like he's like almost orgasmic, like shh, tearing the paper is what does it for him. And when he's cowardly, he's extra fucking cowardly. And I'm like, this has to come right out of King's mind. Like whoever adapted this had to pull this because this character is so rich that it's stuck in my fucking brain. Mm-hmm. Like, like stickiness, like when you put your hand on a sticky bar yeah. and your arm sticks to it, that's exactly how the <laughs> character is. I'm like, fuck, man. It's like, like I, I want to read this and know more because that's what it is. I, I didn't buy the Dr. Sleep book hardcover, ordered it on Amazon until after I'd seen the movie, after I'd already ordered my hardcover, uh, um, steel, steel book cover movie Damn, you know nice. blu-ray because i'm like you know what i'm you know my thing it's like if i if i loved it i'm buying it i loved it yeah. i'm buying i bought yeah. it i own it and i was like man and i just think i want a little bit more they had the director's cut on there but i was like, i need to i need to get the book you, you need, need to get more. the more the book always has deleted scenes mm-hmm. exactly you're just not going to get in the movie exactly yeah. Yeah. The, i would say honestly the, the book to me is your Zack snyder cut is that is that sure a, we'll take that, that <laughs> okay okay you're you're it, it's 
it's deleted scenes, it's audio commentary, it's all that stuff into one. I mean, it's it's going to give you stuff that you, it's going to give you that extra background that you wanted for that character. Now, Hope, did did you like what the adaptation of Doctor Sleep? Because I know they make a big change. I'm not going to tell CM, but you know, obviously, yeah. the relationship between the right the main characters. Right. You know, no, um, I mean, did 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 you feel like that? ruin the movie or do you think by them doing that it made the movie better or it's indifferent you you're you're it's fine it's a fine movie adaptation. I, I i think it was a good adaptation i i because okay. i'm gonna i mean i mean i'm ahead of myself but i'm gonna throw that out there that's like one of my top 10 it's mm -hmm. like at, at, oh wow it's, nice it's 10 but it's top 10 i i it's really liked I, I loved everything about the adaptation the, the movie itself yeah because obviously you know jack plays a bigger part in the right. book correct than he does in the movie. Correct. You know, so correct. Yeah. But, so I was uh, always wondering about that. How you felt I that they didn't put that into the movie adaptation. I was a little burnt out or, or, or bummed out, I'm sorry. Uh not being able to see okay. a little bit more of okay. that. I wanted more. Okay. But it was one of those things where it was just like it's fine, right? It's, it's still, still good. It's right? still good. Okay. I'm still good with it. Because I, you know, part of me also like seeing uh, Danny mm -hmm. yeah. as an adult. Mm -hmm. Like challenging things and doing things, and and I I love that Danny had a power from the original Shining. Yeah, I was I, gonna say what I loved about that is that they kind of explain what the Shining is. Yeah, and that there's actually kind of like even like vampires for yes. the, those kind of people because mm -hmm. I I would say that's what those yeah. people yeah, are. They are Rosie right. the Hat, the Crow. Right. Yeah. All mm -hmm. of them, they're like vampires. They suck the that guy energy. too. That right. actor that plays the crow, yeah. very, I love that dude. Very mm -hmm. good. I'm like, man, he's like so good. He was creepy, subtle, mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. You know, the I demeanor, mean, everything yes. about it. Yeah, I mean, but uh, so so but what strong powers, right? That they kind of yeah. show Danny yeah. having. You know, like how he he right. gets uh, a hold of crow, right? And just, you know, twist the wheel. You yeah, know? It's like, I wow. love it. I love like, holy shit, Danny like, was really strong. I'm like, you're way far away and you're able to yeah. still do this. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I've got like two points I want to make. One is, and I'm going to think about this question, uh, Holty, because I'll come back to you. We talk about adaptations and, and we talk about how you like this one. But I want to talk about the main differences with like The Shining and the uh, the book and then the, the Kubrick version. You know what I mean? Because me and you have gone back and forth about many adaptations, and you're usually on one kind of side. So I want to, I want you to think about that. But before we get to that, I want to talk more with you and Double A about that's another kind of hallmark of King, right? Is like people having powers. Guys, oh yeah, this is this is yeah. a pop culture podcast. We fucking love comic mm -hmm. books and comic book movies. So this is one thing I almost feel like when I'm reading King. Sometimes if somebody has powers, I'm like, that is so fucking cool to me. Like I'm like, I want that to be me. I want to have powers. I want to be able to read minds or have the shine or TK, whatever. Yeah. Shine. Yes. Uh, yes. Pyrokinesis. Mm -hmm. uh, telekinesis. Many people are telekinetics mm -hmm. in, in uh, uh, or can read minds or have that kind of powers mm -hmm. in King's books. Dreamcatcher to me, I did not love the book. It was hard for me to get through, but I loved the first part. I loved the four friends and I loved the powers. When the movie came out and I was I was like, I gotta go to the movie because I forced myself through that book, which I never had a hard time before. And I know that he wrote that while he was on Oxycontin and he had just gotten out of that wreck. No, this he says it himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I've heard other people, it's it's not 
it's not critically one of his critically acclaimed books. But you know what I mean? Like the first part is good though. I love that about the French and then the little abilities they have. It's so neat. And again, the movie almost the same way. There's that beginning that's good, but then it just kind of goes off the rails in both versions to me. And I'm just like, ugh. But that that part I thought was very neat. And I was like, I'm into this. It's like very fucking X-Men. Anytime he has a character with powers, it's very fucking X-Men to me. And I, I love that about some of the things King does. Because we've talked about this before. One of the kind of themes of things I like and things like when... An, an average or below average person or a person that's weak or whatever has a way an, mm -hmm. an, an up, you know, Carrie is a, is a mm -hmm. telekinetic. Very, yeah. you know I mean, uh fire starter, pyrokinetic. Uh, uh, even in it, yeah, they really don't describe it, but there's a connection when all seven of them are together that somehow yes. Pennywise right. can yeah. even yeah. break through. Right. right. You know, right. Dead zone. Mm-hmm. His visions, right. you know, uh, Rose Red, Rose uh, Red, have people yeah. to use there. Uh, the stand, right? You know, with Mother, Mother Abigail, Mother, Mother Abigail yeah, no. getting them all together. That's awesome. Man. You know, that's yeah. really awesome. In his books, uh, he'll describe some of them as breakers. Okay, uh, and that's from the Dark Tower series, where um, you know, because everything serves the beam and everything yeah. goes in through there. Shit, even the Dark Tower, uh, rolling. Right. Yeah. Well, they're they're all uh, in that series. Crimson King. I mean, we, you know, uh, you know, we talk about that, in, which in we film. haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no one's actually seen on film or anything like that. But um, whole goal is to break the dark tower down, and and what he does is he goes after people, children usually, mm -hmm. with abilities like this. Yes, yes. Throughout mm -hmm. all his, yeah, throughout the books. Yeah. Um, I mean, you'll see like. Uh, so Danny Black, would be considered a breaker. Danny is considered a breaker because he has this shine. Uh, Shit. Oh. Randall Flag is probably the he's, he's the head head yeah. uh, worker for him. The head, like Randall Flag is like the ultimate. He's like Vader. He's like the ultimate universe. evil. Yeah, the Stephen right. King. Books. Yeah, I mean, if you have Crimson King, you got like Randall Flag, which is a Vader underneath the Emperor mm -hmm. type. Of so thing. where's the Man in Black? That's it. Randall Flag. Randall Flag is the Randall Flag. Okay. Is the Man in Black? Right, right. and, and Black. he's uh, uh, Merlin brought blah blah. It's all right. Merlin Broadcloak <laughs> is was the original name mm -hmm. uh, from the Dark Tower series when his first appearance. Okay, uh, from there. So, uh, so it's kind of like the devil. There's so many names. Thing he is uh, in yeah. the stand. You're almost believed that he is kind of like the devil. Right. right. But then you find out more in the Dark Tower that this guy is something more. He's more than just a demon. He's more than just a devil. He's a sorcerer somehow. He, from a, he's yeah, a sorcerer. like another kind of like realm like outside of time he serves he serves you know? the crimson king which is like 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 yeah he's like the ultimate evil ultimate the crimson evil king so himself. above randall flag above the man in black is the only black. the crimson right. king. now where where is where is where's pennywise come pennywise in? is like on the lower level really the yeah. dark tower yeah, he's, fucking awful yeah. creature. these guys can like get rid of pennywise if they wanted to okay. like real okay. easy now guys is the dark tower over is the story been is it finished being uh, over? or yeah. is it kind of always on yeah, i don't think he's gonna go back John. he mean, continues to write though so well it, it's frustrating how he ended it yeah um interesting yeah, I like, told you to read him. Like he finally okay. gets it. He finally goes. He finally kills everyone. Roland. But, yeah, but then it's kind of like Idris Elba. But yeah, but then he <laughs> kind of like goes into like the door, right? Whatever. Well, there's a, there's a like yeah. where he finally goes into it, and he's right back in the beginning of the first book. Oh, interesting. No, I mean, it, it's cycle, like a cycle. It's like his 
it, it's his goal weird. is to say, I'm going to get here and I have to, you know, what is it? The, the family trumpet or whatever they yes. call it, the, mm-hmm. the horn, the horn of, of Eld. And he finally has, he's his like, goal, I right? have to, when I defeat the, the Crimson King, I go there, I'm going to defeat him and I'm going to blow the horn of Eld. And it's like, but he lost the horn years ago in a battle of Jericho Hill. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, I don't have it, but I defeated the Crimson King. So when he does that and finally goes through, it starts over, and you're like, shit. Yeah, it's kind of like, what the fuck happened? Like, Stephen Spoiler King. Alert, Stephen Spoiler King, alert, guys. No, no, Stephen King right, reads, like, if you want it to end right here, do not read right. he past. Like, it's in the book. Do not read past this chapter. Yeah. Close the Stop book now. right now. Stop. Nobody did that. No. <laughs> Nobody can do Why that. Why would you do that? You can't do I've been that. Reading, I've been reading I, I love books. that. Though. I love. I love that breaking the fourth and wall. You're and you're just right like, hey. back in the seventies. <laughs> right. Back in the fucking desert yeah. with this swollen tone. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! Hunting the man in black. The man in black. You're like, why? But but he gives you hope. He gives you hope in this one. He gives you hope that he has it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Okay, so let's come back, uh, Holty, to what I asked you earlier. You're always me, and you have fought about Harry Potter before because you're like, "Boo, it's different from the fucking book. It's a movie suck." <laughs> and I, especially Prisoner of Azkaban, I get really upset with you, and I tell you to treat things like separate mediums. But you don't listen to me. But I think that you like the Kubrick version of The Shining, and I know you like the book, even though they are very fucking different. So now explain yourself. And before you do that, let me have some more of this fine Dixie beer that is drank by who? Uh, Stan. 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 The man. Stan Uris Stan. is drinking this right before AKA he goes upstairs for a bath. Yeah. And nothing that. else happens I'm, after that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when it comes to the shining on that, I I do love the movie. No. Um, and and I and I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the book too. And I apologize to all listeners out there. I don't remember every single detail of that that book. It was it's been a while since I actually read, read up on it. it. But yeah. I will tell you this: I like the book, uh, and I, I like them separately. Um, I'm, I'm able to separate. as I've gotten older in my days, I'm able to separate what's good and now. Hope would you say though that the Stephen Weber, Jack Torrance is more like the book? He is more like the book. <laughs> no, no, that's not bad. <laughs> no, that's no, not no. bad. He's more like the book. That's not bad at all because not I did enjoy from Jack Nicholson. I did enjoy the miniseries yeah. because mm-hmm. look, the way Jack Torrance is portrayed is that he was just an alcoholic. Yeah, a mean alcoholic, but he was like teacher writer. Right. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, he couldn't write for shit. Now, what Stephen King <laughs> hates about it is that he already looks fucking psycho from yes. Jack Nicholson. Right. Yeah. All right, he I've just heard him crazy. say that in interviews. Yeah, Jack Torrance is just supposed to be an everyday man that's kind of struggles with alcohol. A lot of people know about that kind of stuff, you know. And then the overlook takes him to the next and level. The overlook is what pushes him to it. He doesn't have this yeah. psychology problem already, you yeah. know. Right. So I would say Stephen Weber is probably a better representation of the Jack Torrance character from right. the Stephen King book. Right. Okay, but what's just so great about the shining is that it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. The way he uses the colors, the way he portrays Jack, like yeah. I told I told my brother Sam, the part I love the most about the shining is like when it's just it's on Jack Nicholson and he laughs like at the camera. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite part of the whole fucking movie. And that, that's here. the directing right there. Yeah. And that's where you get yes. that part. 
Yes. So it's just so Kubrick, the colors, yeah. the music. Oh yeah. Everything. The setting. The, the back when he's talking to Grady, mm -hmm. like, you know, the the carpeting, the iconic carpeting. Yes. Those long yes. hallway scenes, that's all Kubrick. And it creates a very creepy vibe. Yes. Um, so I actually watched an interview today with King, or and I, I watched one with him and Charlie Rose, and I also heard one with him and um, Eli Roth. And Eli Roth asked him, he says, can you now appreciate the shining at all or do you still yeah and I, you know i thought pretty bold right Eli Rogers is going to ask him, and he goes look he says i can appreciate the shining like yes. this mm -hmm. if i watch a beautifully restored and he named a car 19 whatever christine. car yeah christine probably a beautiful car he goes pristine on the outside but no engine in it he goes that's how i feel about the shining mm -hmm. the, the kubrick version he goes oh. is it Beautiful he, to look at. He goes, this, it's a bad the soundtrack. Movie. Everything he says, he's like the soundtrack. Yeah, he did say that part. You said double A though. He's like, I, it. He was he exactly what you said. He mm -hmm. was already seemed crazy, and he didn't get to turn crazy because he seemed already crazy right. coming in the gate. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he, it, it's just like you, if you're a creator, you're, you're gonna hate what what represents something that you you didn't write. That's not what you right. wrote in your book. Right. You know. Right. Maybe it's just the fact that it's just regarded as this classic, but that he had yeah. nothing to do with it. Maybe he feels that way. Maybe that he feels like that's not my story, you yeah. know? But people are like, that's the best Stephen King book adaptation but, ever. Yeah, I know. You know, as a yeah. creator, you're probably like, well. Right. No, for sure. That's not mine, though. That's like not my material. Yeah, that's my characters. That's my kind of my, kind of my story. Yeah. But that's not what I would say is the best adaptation. Yeah, well, maybe that's why he's always so pissed at. No, me. I mean, I agree because it is. Because I've heard like him say he games. he said it's a great movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, really good movie. But it's just not his. Yeah, well, representation. I was gonna say I uh, talking about adaptations of his too. It's like Cujo was one that mm -hmm. he actually liked mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit. Oh yeah, yeah. And when they uh, when they were filming it, um, they were like, "Hey, we're gonna change the ending from the book because." Yeah, you can't have that happen. What happens? Uh, oh, tell us. <laughs> because no, because so, we've talked about so, some certain parts of yeah. Stephen King's literature that we do not like. So yeah. the at the end of the book, uh, the mother and her and her attempt. Spoiler to, alert! Sorry, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> if you if you <laughs> care about Cujo, if you care about Cujo, I love Cujo. Alert. Anyway, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, you know, the mother's getting out of the car. To, to save her, you know, because her son's dying and yeah. she's trying to asthma, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. he's got that. He's it's hot, it's you know, so he's got to she's got to save her son. So she gets out, takes on the dog, kills the dog, and the husband's coming up. It's like, all right, she goes to get the boy, and he's dead. Yeah, and there's no bringing him back. That's in the like, book, that's right? in the book, right? That's in the book, but right. in the movie, she's able to revive him by herself. And you know, it's always hard with kids. Uh, yeah, my wife will not watch Pet Cemetery because of what happens to the kid. My right? dad hates that. Okay, part. he yeah. hates that so much. So he she will stay that. away from Pet Cemetery yeah. because, of, like me and I have talked about it. You know, like it that part where you know everyone has sex with Beverly. Yeah, as kids, very yeah. controversial. Yeah. Part. yeah, I did not like that part. Even before it's I found out how it's a tough read. Even before I found out how controversial it was, I yeah. did not like that part. I was like, wow, really? Um, you know, I think I. That was like a thing like I found out about. I had found out that there was that part, and I was uh, very shocked when I read it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was yeah. like, "Oh wow, yeah. holy crap!" It was kind of one of those things where, like, unfortunately, it was kind of like spoiled for me before. And when I read it, 
I thought that it was fine in its context. I was like, it's fine. I thought it was very unnecessary. I didn't think it belonged there at all. Do you like the way it was done in other versions, in the movie versions? Well, they don't even have that. Well, no, I know, but like, what is it in the in the in the Tim Curry version? It's like what Nothing. They, they kiss Nothing or really. Like that. No, no. They do something in the other one though, in the new one. They cut their, they cut their hands or the, the light. Sure, she transfers but, the light. Well, see, to in, in the scene. They're lost after they right after they being in it. They're right, lost yeah. in the sewers. Yeah, and they're yeah, panicking. Okay, they're they're like lost. They're it's like everything that was magical about them is fucking gone. Yeah, yeah. It's and so that's purpose. when she yeah that's yeah. when she's like you know okay you know she does what she does in the book right and then it's like they all get a clear head like all of them magically like they're clear they're not scared anymore they're not thinking uh you know they're not panicking they're all clear Eddie tells them. Eddie tells him, you know, okay, we go this way. You know, all right. of a sudden he's like, all right, we go yeah. this way. You know, so it was really unnecessary. Um, <laughs> I, I just didn't like that part. And, uh, again, that kind of goes with Cujo, you know, about the boy dying. You know, right, I'm well, sure a lot of people didn't like that either. Well, yeah. he, <laughs> Stephen King said he got a lot of hate mail for yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, there well, you go. In the, uh, in the interview I heard with them, and I think I think it's in his interview with Charlie Rose, not with Roth. Or it might have been with Roth. I don't know. I heard, I heard a bunch today. But he basically said, he goes, when it comes to the movie, people telling me, excuse me, they're going to change my material. I tell him, I already did my part. Mm -hmm. My book is done. He's like, he said, he said, like, he goes, go with God. He goes, he goes, you got to make the movie people happy. Go ahead. He goes, that's your thing. He goes, I can still like it and still enjoy it. And so, you know, he, uh, (laughs) he, uh, he said that that was fine. He was fine with that or whatever, you know? So, I mean, I've read Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption and, Obviously, I've seen the movie over and over again. It's probably one of my top ten favorite movies. Uh, they're very different. You know what I mean? Like the well, very iconic you know, I, scene with the French women singing the I've read that. Of the record. That's not in the book. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I wrote like uh, the Miss. Yeah. He loved that ending that Frank Darabont did. Yeah. yeah. Better than his yeah. own. I, I I heard you that know? too. I heard. That. I haven't. And I love it. Or heard no, that. I love it. That's I like a great most, fucking ending. I, like most, I was like, yeah. it's so. I don't know. It's so infuriating, but it's like so perfect. You yeah. need to see the Mist. The Mist is a it? great. No, I've not seen that. The Mist oh, is a great that movie. Oh, that is really great. Is that a full length book? Uh, yeah, yes, it's, yes, it's, it's, it is. Yes, you got about. Yes, okay. It's about creatures. You know, the military. I love. It's always the military. The military. I kept seeing the clips as I was watching my way through so, YouTube and yeah. listening to things. Podcasts so, like the military okay. opens up a, a dimension, another yeah. dimension, and all these fucking creatures come with the Mist. And the scene I kept crazy. seeing in the uh, in my research today was uh, the right, guy that sure. was the Shermanator in YouTube in, in uh, right. American Pie. Yes, he yes. gets like He's a tentacle killed, and they yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the uh-huh. tentacle lands on him, and then it, it picks up, and you just see the big thing out of his head. I was like, oh shit! Like yeah. what the fuck is this going on It's great, TM. It's almost okay. like a Lovecraft, like the monsters. You know yeah. how they react to like the I've heard that too about okay, yeah, where you just kind of like love, you lose your mind because you just can't believe what you're seeing. It's like like that that's awesome and me me and uh hope actually love the beginning of the mist because okay. they paint yeah, he's, he's a painter dark tower. oh and he's wow. painting the dark tower that's awesome and my, my in, the, in the movie version yes yeah. 
Yeah. Was it a TV movie? And, or and even the regular? thing, right? Even yeah, the easy thing, they like to think too, right? There's a, and, and, uh, for Christmas one year, my my sister in law actually painted me the dark tower, a dark tower. Oh, so yeah, that nice. yeah, oh, that's badass. Nice. It's right there in the hallway, but yeah, it's it's po- a huge uh, post pics. Yeah, we, after on we our share Friday post pics, our Friday yeah. Facebook, okay. so we could see. I'll put that on there, yeah. Um, guys, I mean, yeah, that's just the thing. King is King is his own George Lucas of his universe, mm-hmm. and sometimes people can do it better, and it's cool that he's around and appreciates that yeah. when it is done better. Yeah. When it is, done and I better. like when he says that he's you like, know? you know what? I enjoyed this version. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. it was better, and it's cool I that, that. Too. I mean, as a director, you must feel like, wow, you know, that's awesome. Stephen King said he liked my ending yeah, better than sure. his. You for know, sure. that's how badass yeah. is that, and guys? How many how many horror movies have we seen now where it's like? That's the stamp of approval, right? Yeah. Stephen King saw it, said he liked it or whatever. Yeah. And it's so funny because I heard him today being interviewed by Eli Roth. They kind of boasted the same thing. They go, we love anything horror. <laughs> we love all. We'll watch all horror movies. Wow. So it's so funny when you get this like $5 bin bargain basically. And it says, Stephen King says he loved it. Yeah. And it's like, the guy loves everything. He literally said he loves no, them no, all. No, no, but you, you know, know what? What's cool is like they even used one of his quotes for Hellraiser. Yeah. Because he was like, Clark Barker is the future of horror. Yeah. And that's always like on that's Hellraiser. Right. That's fucking you know, right. Because it's Stephen King. So you're like, if Stephen King's endorsing this. Yeah. Thing, yeah. They, man, this guy must be pretty fucking he must, good. He must be awesome. Again, yeah. we're calling it, we, we, we've already said it, guys, the master of modern horror. And we say that because, well, who else is there? And I said this in the pre-show, the Facebook Live, if you didn't see it. I'm going to say it again here right now on the podcast. This man's name is etched already right next to Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. fucking Lovecraft, yeah. and then you got Stephen King. Yeah. You are in the elitist company. Mm-hmm. In the interview I watched with him and Charlie Rose, he said, you know, uh, Charlie Rose asked him, do you think your books are remembered in history? You know what I mean? And he goes, well, I don't know. I hope so. It would be my dream if I could have something like Dracula. Well, guys, in, in our break, we all sat around and laughed when I talked about this because we said uh, Bram Stoker had just Dracula. The man literally already has a dozen or more. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, that easily. It, Carrie. Uh, Gunslinger. The, the, the Shining. The Star, yeah, the, the Shining. I mean, yeah. it's like the, the guys, there's what is your favorite? You just can go on and on literally about which one it is mm-hmm. because there's so many. I have, so you know, uh, my dad's ex-girlfriend, uh, the, the one he had right after him and my mom split up, she was a huge King fan. When they split up, she left a lot of her books there. He gave me all those books. He didn't want them. I have not read all of them, but I literally have a bunch of nice, nice. hardcovers because yeah. I kind of inherited them secondhand. Um, you know, but like Dreamcatcher, uh, Secret Window, uh, The Stand, the Unabridged version. I have those, have not read them yet, but I have them. But I'm like, I'm not getting rid of these because yeah, I know they're know. from the yeah. damn master or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I have managed, you know, well, I did read, I did read the Dreamcatcher. And I read, uh, I've read The Shining. I've read It. These are some of the ones that I really appreciate. I bought Doctor Sleep, like I said recently, out of my love for the movie. But there's so much out there, including like the Dark Tower comic. You know, an artist that you and I met, Double yeah, A, Jay, Jay Lee. Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's just beautiful work, artwork. You know, awesome to see. King and comic book form, the gunslinger rolling. I mean, uh, what did you think of it, Holton? You got to to go through it. Well, uh, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I love everything that he's he's done. Um, mm-hmm. And I was just noticing the other day too. Uh, I completely forgot. I mean, I'm watching it again this past week, but I was watching Christine, and I thought, 
I completely forgot Carpenter directed this. That's right. And I started thinking about That's other right. movies he's done. I started looking at it. I'm like, holy crap, the Palma directed. Yeah. Carrie. I, like, I was like, that's amazing. Right. You know? The Palma, Scarface to Palma. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I mean, obviously, you got Kubrick doing the, you know, the Shining, but you also got like, you know, um, Toby George Romero. Toby Romero. I mean, all these guys picking You're up these movies. You're talking about masters of talking horror. About directors that. Joe Hoover takes a chance on Massacre, and he did which King one? Uh, oh, he, no, he's got a, a Dark Half. And, that's right. Uh, oh, that's oh, I'm right. sorry. George sorry. Romero has Dark Half. Oh, I apologize. I missed that. Yeah, yeah. he's got Salem's Lot. That's right. Salem's Lot. Salem's yeah. Lot. Salem's Lot. With a very Fuck. fucking iconic Guys, Dracula. This kept vampire. coming up. It kept coming up over oh, and over. Oh, and, and, oh. In my research to, uh, this week, that kept coming up over and over again. And I was like, man, I don't think I've seen it the whole time. To this day, day, that scariest scene for me is when the kid kept floating up to the door. I'm like, yeah. Fuck well, I can just say, from what I kept seeing of the vampire, you know, in my research again, I was like, man, the vampire looks very fucking cool. Like, very I, I was, iconic. You have that? Mm-hmm. You have that whole thing? No, no. You have that? Okay, I'm, I gotta get that. Blu-ray. I gotta get yeah. that. Okay, I want it. I want it. that. Hey, you know what? Just gotta come to my house. We'll do a viewing outside. There we go, yeah. man. Nah. I'm down. I'm down because there was so much in my research today that I was like, I did on my list of haven't seens. Because did you guys watch the uh, the other one on Netflix? It's the uh, 19, 1922. Is that it? No, I have not. Seen I, have that one. I have not. Seen I, that. I actually did watch that one or whatever, and it, it was it was okay. It was pretty cool. A neat story. Pretty much lost in a cornfield, and yes, the cornfield. The father and the son. Yeah, and it's like and time how, is changing. Yeah, and I was like, me and Jess watched it. Um, this is my girlfriend, Jess. We wanted to, uh, you know, watch something scary, and so we started watching that one. And I'm just like, holy shit! Like this is like a pretty freakish movie. And I was like, oh damn, this is like a Stephen King thing, 1922. Um, I want to ask you. Uh, Holti, did you watch the uh, the uh, the show, the Hulu show, Castle Rock? Did you get a chance to watch any of that? I actually have. I have not seen that. Okay, no, uh, no, no, that's cool. I've wanted to. I've seen some trailers. Yeah, uh, I wanted to see it, but I have not seen that. Yeah, uh, double A. Have you? No, no, no. Okay, uh-huh. and, and yeah, nor have I. Um, it's not an adaptation, or anything like that. What I heard, you know, in my research about it was. Uh, it's pretty much like a love letter to King, though. And if you're a fan, that you'll appreciate it. But that there's really no, uh, it's not like a direct adaptation. So it's just, I get there's a lot of nods, I think, to his material in there. So, mm. uh, something maybe we should all, I'll give a chance to check yeah, out. I know I've seen it. They if sell it's it Stephen King, I'm gonna give it a chance. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm down. I mean, like I was watching Nosferatu, which is. Oh, you yeah. know, Joe, Joe Hill, Hill. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, spitting damn image of his dad, right? That's the license plate, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's another example. You know, Joe Hill, Stephen King's son, it's kind of his take on vampires. They're not sucking blood. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they kind of are very much vampires, almost in the sense of the way we talked about the ones in um, Dr. Sleep, where it's like they're they're sucking like, almost like your essence out, right. like your, your life your life force in a sense, whatever. So very, very cool. And there's also in the show, at least I don't know about the book, but in the show, at least there are nods to uh, Pennywise and mm-hmm. things like that. Dairy. So it's, it's pretty damn cool. I, I always love that, you know, guys, you know, again, I say it here before I just another Friday night, we're such fans of comic books, movies, and things like that. We love, you know, Marvel, the interconnected universe with Stephen King. I mean, what would you say? Hold probably, one of the innovators of the interconnected universe. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, I mean, dark tower, that, that whole series of books connects to everything. I mean, you got, you know, Salem's lot, you got, yeah. um, uh, sisters of Julia, you've got, um, 
Really? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's right. off of Carrie. Yeah. That um, they were like, wow, we can take this guy's books and make yeah. it into fucking hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the other ones was uh, uh, Louis Teague, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I, I maybe maybe I'm wrong. What, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I I thought I just read that he just got his uh, like a uh, a degree in directing in 2016. Oh, shit, really? But he did. <laughs> but he did Cujo and Cat's Eye. Oh, I mean, this hey. guy like did movies back then. Like it was like one of those like, hey, take a chance on me. Like you said, with uh, uh, if I'm gonna say his name wrong, Durbont. I mean, yeah, Frank Durbont. Like, yeah, that. Yeah, it's like take a chance on me, like you know, and, and I'll make that, it work, you know. And he's thing. picked some really great books from Stephen King, don't you think? Yeah, so? yeah. What did Darren did a Green Mile, well, Green Green Mile, Mile the Mist, the Mist, and, and then probably arguably the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, The Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Uh, I mean, guys. So here's a little cool story. I mean, that I haven't said it on the podcast. We kind of talked about it a little bit off, but there's something that King has. That he calls the Dollar Babies, right? Right. So pretty much, guys, long story short, what this is, is that if there is a Stephen King story that's not been adapted for uh, TV or film already, and you're going to do a short film or uh, I guess even maybe a full-length film, but it's going to be not for profit. You're going to release it for free, student film, whatever. You can buy it from King. You fill out an application. I've been to his website, and I've seen it. You can buy it for him for $1. There's awesome. literally a list out there right now. You can go look at it and see what there is. If you can, if you, I didn't know, I, I told this to double A earlier, whole team. For a dollar. For a dollar. I said, I read the and list of stories. By that for a dollar. <laughs> I read the list of stories. I didn't know any of them except for one. And it comes from Night Shift. And it's one of my favorite stories in Night Shift. It's called The Last Rung on the Ladder. And it's about a brother and sister. It, it, it's I have it bookmarked in my copy. I have it home because I, I read that one. Get your read, dollar out, man. Go I know. Get my dollar out. Yeah, I know. It's you got know, a very very difficult shot in there that I wouldn't know how to put together, but maybe you can help me out. With you know what? what when CM told me that, I was kind of like, wow, is that really possible? Can yeah, we yeah. do it? Well, and I was like, wow. Here's what. Here's what. Then I told Double A follow up. I said, that is how Frank. Darabont, who did Shawshank, directed, and who did the main guys in the mist, mist. Mind, how he got started. He adapted from the one yeah. of the dollar stories from King. Wow. And then that's how he got broke into the business. Wow. I mean, it's just like that's incredible. And King is known for that. That's something that's always out there. It's part of the lore of who this guy is, where he's like, I want to help you get started in doing your thing. And if you're a filmmaker and you want to adapt one of my stories. Go right ahead. You can do so for a dollar, so long as it's not for profit. And and then it's not that. It's so long as it's not for profit in the initial. Now, if he green says like, "Hey, it's cool. Like, go ahead. You can turn it into a full length or whatever." You can because he's giving you permission. Then, but after right. that, but I'm just like that shit is fucking incredible, man. Yeah. I mean, Shawshank again, like you know, Double A said, arguably one of the greatest films. It, of, yeah, not yeah. not Stephen King films, not horror films, not adapted films of just. Films of all it's time. Always between Godfather and Shawshank. I got, I got, well, I have a poster yeah. in the house, and it's got a, it's it's scratch off poster. Yeah, I have this in my house. It's a scratch off poster, and it's like, hey, it's like a hundred movies in film, hundred greatest films in, <laughs> in history, and it's like, you scratch them off when you're when you've seen them. That's and cool. So it, yeah, it's, and so like me and my wife, we love movies, but I'm like. She's like, oh, I've seen this. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen that. Oh. And she's like, well, I told her, I said, we can't scratch it off until both, both seen it. have seen it. <laughs> so, like, we just, I, I want to say, like, Shawshank up until this year, I had never seen. 
and 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 I know that's you know sad to say, but I had never seen it. Tough pill to swallow. And for this I, podcast. No, no, no. And, and it's, but 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 oh my look, god! Look, honestly, it was a bomb when yeah. it came out. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it wasn't until the repeated showings on TNT yeah. and HBO yeah. that made Shawshank what it was afterwards. Okay, because yeah. it bombed completely. Yeah. Okay, and and you know what? That's just a weird film to even direct. I mean, that's yeah, that's a short story. It's a hundred pages. Yeah. Right. I yeah. read it like yeah. real quick, yeah. like in yeah. like in an hour. Well, I read it, that book. Like, I, I love that short story. But it's not as good as no, the movie. But that's what I mean. By far. It, it's <laughs> weird that of all the fucking Stephen King movies, yeah. he picks the Shawshank, yeah. Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption, which is only 100 pages. Yeah. And it turns out to be either number one or number two. What many critics say is the greatest film of all time. That's interesting. It's always wow. between that one and Godfather. And you know, always. You know, I didn't even, I didn't even yeah. know that because I, I always hear the Godfather and Sistine Kane. But Citizen to, Kane started dropping yeah. when more people started seeing Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. And, and you know what? You know what? Like I said, John, it's not really blasphemy in a ways because the way I saw it is because I knew that it was like in that class with like 94, I think, against yeah, the Gump year of 94. Fiction, and Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay. And I'm like, wow, that's like, I can't remember what the other ones were, but it's like Gump, Pulp Fiction, Lion and, King. and uh, which one? Lion King, I believe. Oh, wow. Shit. Was it's it Lion a, King? Pretty yeah. elite class. You know what I mean? All right. Where you like almost all the movies or whatever, and yeah, over the years for me, like Silence of the Lambs and uh, the Shawshank Redemption have have gone way up in my top ten. Where it's like they're pretty much, I would say, probably both top five right now because it's like it's one of those movies. Great. It's one of those movies scene where you turn it. It doesn't matter what part it is. You're just like, I still watch it. Oh, it's that part. Absolutely, yeah. I like that part. Absolutely. And then you just get hooked in. I have a recording. I have it recorded on yeah. my DVR, and I just usually always put it on. If I'm doing something, yeah. I just put it on the background. Yeah. That's how much I love that movie. I, I, I told you guys this story off off air, and I'll tell it again here for the audience, though, um, that I was pretty much talking to my girlfriend the other day just about just about that movie in general, whatever, and about, you know, there's so many great scenes. There's so many, there's mm -hmm. so many jokes you make out of it. There's so many, you know, um, you know, the wife and the pie, women can't cook worse shit and all that. We've always oh, all made yeah, those jokes. Yeah. But I was talking to my girlfriend literally about the scene, just, you know, when I start thinking about life and I just start thinking, and I just pretty much started the scene about, you know, when um, Andy asked to have beers on the roof yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what he asks for from the from the guards, whatever, for their help. Yeah. yeah, he asked from Byron Hadley for you know Byron. Clancy Brown. You know what I mean? All I ask is for three beers a piece for me and my friends. You know, man feels more like a man if you can have you know a whole bottle of suds. My coworkers, you know what I mean? my coworkers, get there. That's right. and man, I just like I couldn't even really get out the whole story to her because I started to get really choked up just telling it to her. I was just like the scene is like, and I don't know if she really got it, but you know what I was trying to get to. But I was like, the scene is so powerful because it's just like. He's trying. He's trying to give them hope, hope to feel, feel free, normal, yeah, normal. Free. Yeah, he's offering something up intangible to them, and you have to really kind of see the movie over and over again to begin to grasp these concepts. But again, it's testament and the power of, you know, the creator Stephen King. You know what I mean? And it's funny that you say that too, because like. Um... So me, Holt, and CM were part of this group, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, we play kind of like our own kind of like fantasy football league. Right. And CM in this group is kind of like our top heel, you know, <laughs> in, in the wrestling group. Time. You know, yeah, in, in wrestling, it means that he's like the number one bad guy. <laughs> so whenever he wins the pickums, you know, uh, my brother will put him as Haywood. 
you know, like when Haywood went to cigarettes, like he's like, all right, and like where Morgan not Freeman, a pretty little course, yeah, right where Morgan Freeman's like, oh shit, here comes Haywood. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that's from the Shawshank Redemption. So many parts. Guys, yeah. what did we talk about earlier? We talked about the classic bullies. The classic villains. Oh, what about the sisters? The sisters. The Shawshank Redemption. Scott now, guys, Shawshank. you know that guy was, you know that guy was an aliens. I yeah. didn't know that. Drake. Yeah, yeah Drake yeah. from Aliens. Yeah, man, you're just too bad. That's right. Boskis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys, Shawshank not considered a horror movie. No. One of the King's horror movies. No, no. no what about No. What horror. about? The horror that is going on within Shashik. Yes. True fucking horror. Bogs Diamond and his sisters. You know, yeah. yeah, rape, crime, manipulation. A man He's has a, a chance at freedom and taken away from him to live more years yeah. in prison. As he even says in the end, crawling through 500 feet of shit, shit. in a fucking sewer. You know what I mean? Five football fields. Morgan Freeman says, man, it's just... Absolutely fantastic. You know, it's funny you know? that you said that too because I like that line that he says to uh, Red when he goes, "You know, whatever, whatever wrongs I've done, I paid for." Right. You know, right. like where he's like, "Golly, you know, I yeah. spent 19 years there." He had his own. He had his own know? guilt about yeah, being yeah. a shitty husband. He yeah. did shitty and, husband, and you know, just whatever he did for Norton. But it, it's a good movie. It's a great Stephen King movie, movie that you wouldn't think. That's right. That it's like Stephen King. Yeah. And I mean, it also makes me think of like the Running Man. I know it's kind of like yeah. nothing like I was gonna... the book, but it's like you think the Running Man. It even says too. What's funny is that you know it says Running Man by Richard Bachman. Yeah, you know his, his... Uh, surname, right? John? Yes, right. yeah, right. his other name. But then when you're like, whoa, like even Arnold fucking got into a Stephen King novel. That's you know? the far reach. Hey, and Richard Dawson came from playing the feud. But what a great story too, right? Like in the Only near in a rerun. In the near future setting, you know, where everything's shitty, that even he can write something like that. You know, that's well, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, yeah. and, you, and if you think about it, actually, like you're talking like game shows. The, the book yeah. is based on poverty people people in poverty all around and they're like we don't have any way of money like the main character's wife's a whore yeah. trying to make money the daughter is like dying of like some sick illness that she's got he's like i got nothing left i've yeah. got to go make some money mm -hmm. and it's like he goes you know in the book he's going down to the corporate offices to be in the shows and he's like they're like what show will you qualify for it's like you gotta qualify to be on any of these shows. I mean, they yeah. Got so this is one of those adaptations where it's kind of like nothing like the right. Book. Yeah, I was about right. to ask you. Uh, I heard that about the, right because the main character, like I told whole earlier, was is nothing like Arnold. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Does it look I like mean, Arnold? Does it sound like Arnold? The only, the only the only thing that he's got going like Arnold is the snark that he throws back because <laughs> this guy in the book he's snark. He, he he's got that. He he throws it back to him real quick because he's like got nothing to lose. Yeah, he's got nothing. To I but no he volunteers idea. in the he, book, he but not in the movie. Right. He gets captured. Right. Well, right. he's a he's a military he's guy. He's framed. He's yeah, framed yeah. As, right. as a military as a as a killer. Now I don't know how if he's ever responded. Do you guys know if he's ever responded I to Running if, Man? I, I think uh, you know. Richard I want to be dead, right? Yeah. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I want to say that because uh, like I know like said that it was okay. He was fine with it the way it was. Okay, so he's actually commenting. Yeah, I, I think so. If I remember, okay, because I, I know, I like the Lawnmower Man, I know for sure that's he said no, that's not right, even yeah. close to my that's book. Right. Yeah, right. They use the name, they use his his name, yeah, 
but it's nothing like the book. And I think he even sued. Yeah, I think that yeah. to take his. And name I've seen off. that one. I have seen the long one. Yeah, because like the short story is like weird. First off, it's weird. Yeah, it's like I've it has like Greek mythology yeah. into it, and uh, they just turn it into something completely totally different. like crazy. Well, and it's like it, it's like you go back to the Running Man. I mean, like we we're talking about saying it's like like in, in that one, it's like he's got to record himself daily yeah to show he's got a, he's got to last days not like yeah. a couple like not like a three-hour show he's got to last days and it's like people in the streets are offered money if you turn him in so you're trying to like Shit. hide from people out there in the streets you're like if you tell us where he's at we're gonna give you a thousand dollars and they're like it's like crime stoppers yeah <laughs> along yeah. with the tv show you know so it's like people are like trying to oh, i saw him over here i saw him over there he but he's got to make a video every day put it in the mail and tell him where's that which you know and at the end of the at the end of the book he's stolen a plane he's got like one of the head headhunters out there with them he's got like him hostage and he's just like and he's going to take the corporation down i mean it's like one of those like it's completely off from yeah the, from the so for you holty Again, kind of our question earlier with the Shinings, the, the Shining book and the Shining movie. For you, these two being different, it's still okay with you? Like both? I'm going to say this. Um, wow. Okay, so Stephen King's my like, favorite author. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's my favorite action guy. There you go. I mean, so him and Stallone can't do no wrong when it comes to movies. Okay. I'm going to say that. But, like, when he's in that movie... I'm like, man, you, you did great. I mean, it's it's yeah. it is what it is for that time. Right. I mean, it's a cool movie. Yeah, it's no, a cool concept. I'm all about respecting you know, the separate It's a cool medium. concept. It, it's, it's a cool it's, concept. They took it a yeah. different direction, and I it's was an Arnold I was movie. okay with that. It's an Arnold movie. You really don't hear about Arnold mm -hmm. movies, right? You know, mm -hmm. but right. I mean, I, I like it's it. not Commando. It's not yeah. Predator. Yeah. It's not you know. It's it's kind of its own, but it's still I liked it. It, yeah. it still had some of the same concepts of you know. Fuck the man. We're going to get this. We're going to yeah. take this on. We're going to do this. So that's. I know. That's, I know when we joked about like when the Hunger Games came out, we were all, we were all kind of like, sounds like the plot of Running Man. man pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Like it pretty much is the same thing or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, I mean, I think it's totally fine. I mean, like to like both mediums. Now, I've never read the Running Man or whatever. And here's my blasphemous moment. I've never seen the you Running Man have, what? In, Whoa, it, in its whoa, entirety. Whoa, yeah. wow. In oh, parts. Crap. What are you talking about? You just were skimming through TNT well, or something or what? Again, being oh. at Double A's house with his brother, it would be on. I know. It would be in hunks. It would be, I would see it in big chunks. I've seen like a lot wow. of the classic parts, you know what okay. I mean? But, but again, that's another one that needs to probably be sat, yeah. sat down <laughs> and, and be seen for sure. All right, guys, we're getting down here to the nitty gritty. Is there anything that we didn't touch touch on, talk about? You guys feel like we need to get out, get out and say before we round table it, and we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna hit y'all with the big questions here in the end. So if there's nothing else you want to get out before that, we'll get right into it. I mean Holty? It's it like I said, it, it is so much material. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's and super so much difficult to do. Different material. Um, guys, in my research, there's literally YouTube show after show just about King and his adaptations, yeah. just about that topic. Not even about you could do a whole show on, on, on just Shawshank. one movie. Yeah. Then I looked at podcasts, podcast after podcast. There's entire podcasts yeah. dedicated. I think even just Jericho to King. has one. Who's, yeah, who's the your, Losers Club, the everything. Who who is your who's your uh, uh, see? Let me ask you, who's your favorite writer of all his the characters that Stephen King created? 
His Who's fictional author. His fictional, yeah. fictional author. Who would have been your favorite? Okay, so we've got Paul Sheldon from Misery. We've got Gordon Lachance from Stand By Me or The Body. We've got Jack Torrance, obviously, right. from The Shining. Uh, Bill Denborough from... Uh, Big Bill. Yeah, yeah, Big Bill. Uh, anybody I'm missing? Uh, you're missing uh, Mort Rainey, uh, Secret Window. George okay, Stark Mort from Rainey. George Stark. Stark Do y'all know about the Mort Rainey thing? I learned this on another podcast. Mort Rainey, the name. No. Morton Salt. Morton Salt. Oh. The girls has the umbrella. The oh, rain, the rain. rain. Morton Salt. Wow. Oh, Morton nice. Rain. I just know it was. It, it I says, was like, I saw that oh. shirt said "salty bitch," and I was like, "Oh, that's that chick." <laughs> okay. And uh, Mike Enslin from fourteen oh eight. Okay. And Ben uh, Ben Mears. Yeah, from Samuel's Lot. Okay, so some of those I'm not familiar with, so I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude them from my list. But the ones yeah, I yeah, do know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Paul Sheldon, Gordon Lachance, Jack Torrance, Bill Jambo. So for me, Jack Torrance. I never saw him write anything except that all work and no play made him obviously a very dull boy. True. So I don't know. Okay. Um, I obviously saw Gordy was a good writer for the kids. Got He got him laughing with his brothers, and then he became a famous author. The Lardass kind of story. Lardass. He was writing. Lardass. Yeah, Lardass story. Boom, bada, boom, bada. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously he was successful because he's an adult. Yeah. He's living in a big-ass house. He has house. a big-ass house. Yeah. Yeah. But the two that we do know were very successful for sure were Paul Sheldon from Misery and um, Bill Denborough. Yeah. Bill, they're making his shit in the movies. Yeah. So uh, Paul, I wasn't really that endeared to, although I love Misery. Misery. Yeah. But oh, I, love, interesting. I, I, I love Bill because you want to be Bill. You want to yeah. be the leader. Yeah. You want you, you don't want what happened to Georgie to happen to you because yeah. that was seriously fucked up. Even though he forgot about that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but Bill. How do you forget about that? Bill was a good a good leader, and I I like I like that his movie was getting down. Although, I like that he made, told his old lady. They made many points that they didn't like his endings. They didn't like his endings. <laughs> you know what? I would have gone Bill too. Uh, he's a horror writer. Mm-hmm. I think Stephen King put a lot of him into Bill. I probably would have chosen Bill. I probably would have read his books more than anyone else uh, on this list. Yeah, that's what I said. I I, I kind of like the Dad Beaumont slash the uh, George Stark. Um, it, it's the the dark half. It's the dark oh, half oh. slash. It's it's Christopher it's, Walken. It's Stephen King. No, no, no. It's Timothy. A, uh, Timothy Hud. Oh, that's, Hud. Right, yeah. that's right. That's right. It's the Stephen King and the Richard Bachman feel. Mm-hmm. Like you've got. I'm two, thinking of Dead Zone. Yeah, yeah good. But you, you you've got two different uh, dynamics. One that writes completely different here. Mm-hmm. One that writes completely like different that. here. Like Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Actually, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The wife actually is like, you're somebody completely different. Yeah, right? she like, does. Get away yeah. from me. Like you know, his, his writing his style changes as the everything. other half is more violent, more perverse. Wasn't it? He writes one hand left, one hand yes. right. And yeah. that too, That's he cool. even writes different hands. Yeah. Which yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like. I like yeah. Jerry Stark. No, I haven't seen that. You it's that? fine. It's uh, directed by George Romero. Yeah. See him and it's yes. on Amazon Prime. Okay. So you can check it out. Check it out. In my, in my on my list. Um, but yeah, I, I really like that uh that aspect. Um great round table on the authors. Guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, authors. He's got a lot of other movies coming out and Dark House one of them, uh with their mm-hmm. their scheduled productions or, or yeah. talks of talks of uh, another movie coming and out. And the trailer so. for the new stand is already out. I'm okay. excited yes. about that one. Yeah. I love the guy is playing uh is it, is it Whoopi Goldberg? She's playing yes. Mother Abigail. She's playing Mother Abigail. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. And I think the primary antagonist is called the what? He's Walking called- Dude? Yeah, I believe so. Randall Flag. Randall Flag. But it's it's yeah, being uh, played by it's, uh, uh, Pennywise's brother, the other Skarsgård. Yeah, uh, Alexander yeah. Alexander Skarsgård, yeah. who is uh, uh, I Blood. love from True Blood. Yeah, yeah, plays Eric Morkman. Yes. Uh, the yeah. guy is 
I got a great look, and he's a, a big guy. I'm whatever. happy with his casting yeah. as Randall Flagg. I'm I'm really happy about with his. I'm casting. curious to see how it looks. I wasn't too thrilled with the. I Randall like his Flagg look. I know. I, I know. You know the yeah. mullet, the mullet wearing guy from the '90s stand. It, it's really. what Stephen King wanted, though. He <laughs> and, wanted a guy that looked just like everyday normal guy yeah. with blue jeans, denim. And I, I, I'm, I, I'll be honest, I wasn't a fan of the mullet when it came out. Mm. Wasn't a big, huge part of that, but it that was hit. That was what they were looking at. Yeah, he's acting just in the fine front though in the, in the stand. He's acting fine in the movie. He can look yeah, very. He, he can look very intimidating and be your best friend at the same time. How long so, is that one? Is that a pretty? It's long a four. It's, it's a, a four six hour. hour. No, it's a six hour. Show. Is it six? It's yeah. six hours. Which one do you has that one? I have that. Uh, I have, one. Too. I have that one. Okay, I gotta check that. But one it has a great sure. lineup. It has Gary Sinise, Molly Ringwald. Oh yeah, uh, Miguel nice. Ferrer, Parker Lewis, Ken Lewis. Yeah, her, nice. yeah. So it has a great, great cast. Okay, yeah. okay, lots of good stuff for I know for me to check out and catch up on. And uh, guys, all right, we're gonna go around the bend here. We're gonna start with our guest of the night, our guest of honor, Holt Ebear, uh, Johnny Boy. Give me your favorite. Stephen King book, and then I want you to give me your favorite Stephen King movie uh, adaptation. Doesn't have to be the same. Okay, uh, my book. I'm going to go with Shining. Perfect, uh, man. Really, you really that, go that, That's my book. Everyone um, here at this table has read that. And there is, so. and there, there's so many to choose from. I know. And, and I know. I guess it just depends what mood I'm in. But I really, really do like Firestarter. Nice. The movie. The movie. Nice. Wow. Okay. Movie. Great. Drew Barrymore. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's a good Wonderful. one. It's a good one. Like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Adamantium Adam, give it to me. Okay. So it's it's kind of a tie, but I'll probably lean more on it than Dark Tower, the gunslinger, the first mm -hmm. one. Uh, but I have to go it. It's a personal story for me. And uh movie wise, I might have to go Dead Zone. Okay. Mm. I like that one a lot. Nice. Yeah. Ice that's probably my break. favorite. Yeah. You have that? Who has that? I do have that. Movie. I need to check yeah. that out too. Yeah. And, a bunch of and I gave uh, Holt here a copy as yeah. well. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I got to check it out. It's cool. It's a really cool story. I you love it a lot. It? No. It's no. cool. Man, Greg Stilson reminds you Martin of somebody Sheen. you know. Yeah. Martin that's Sheen. what I keep. I, I kept watching clips today when I was doing my YouTube research. Great stuff. You'll like that movie a lot. Walking looks really great in it. He does. He is. He is. You'll like it a lot. Guys, for me, movie wise, I'm gonna if we're doing just horror or anything, no, anything, this, anything. anything movie wise, it's got to be Shawshank without without nice. a doubt. Yeah. Um, and for me, the book book wise, um, it would oh, shit. It's really tough. Yeah. It would probably be it would probably be it because I I really love it and I relate to like the I picture. I love yeah. The Shining is like right there though, and it's so funny to me because if you ask me to be like. Just do horror. I would just do like The Shining and The Shining, probably or whatever, or even It and It because I love them both. But, but um, I mean that's it, guys. Before we get going here, uh, Holty Bear, our guest of honor, the the man himself from the Dark Tower, poured us up some of what Jack Torrance would drink here. So, guys, let's take a shot here and salute to the man himself, Stephen King, guys. Stephen All King, master of horror. All roads lead there. Mm. God bless him. That man. is super strong. Ooh. What did y'all put in there? All right, Jose Bear, anything you want to say before we get going? There are other worlds than these. That's it. That's it. I love it. Double A. Uh, check out 1408. Check out Dinner and check out The Miss. 
Yes. Those are really underrated Stephen King movies. Mm-hmm. Check them out. Guys, we love Stephen King here. We are so honored to do this episode all about the man. And I want to say a few things before we go. Well, we always say, if you got a dream, you got a hope, even Stephen King would tell you guys, go adapt one of his things and seize the day. And no matter what it is you got to do to do it, do whatever it takes. Carpe diem.